Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to The Swirl Suite, everybody. Happy Wine Wednesday. On this episode of The Swirl Suite, our special guest is Jennifer Carruthers of JC Select Wines. Through JC Selects, Jennifer's goal is to elevate your overall relationship with wine. She is very, very good at her job. She even sent us all sparkling wines to sip while she told us her story on our podcast. We hope you enjoy. Cheers. Cheers to you. I need a sip of this. It's Monday, but it's Friday somewhere. Oh my gosh, man. Monday. I love it. Such a good sound. Love that sound. All right. Hello. Hello. Hey, gorgeous. How are you doing? I'm all right. Did you get your bubbles? I want, I'm just like praying all four of you. Ooh. That, that shit is special too. That I, I love that bottle. I love it. Have you tried that uh, kava before? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Every kava that we can get in DC. I, Tanisha, how are you? Hey, hey, Tanisha. Hi, 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 hi. Hi, Tanisha. Hi, Jennifer. Or should I say bonjour? Ah, bonjour, bonsoir. Bonsoir. Presque. Presque bonsoir. Dude, I started following you like a long time ago because I was like, oh, Psalms in France. I need to know more of these for the next time I go over there. Yes, I'm still waiting for you too. I know. We're, I haven't been. So Do you guys we're know open. each other? We're open. No, from, Instagram. From social media. Yeah, yeah Instagram. Instagram. Mm-hmm. No. You know, so that's amazing? how we meet people now. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? Like you have full on conversations with people that you've never met before. Yeah. Yeah. People um, that I hold dearly now that I'm like, yeah, I, I'm like, yeah. I know about you, your dogs, your mom. Can't wait to meet your aunt. Cause she sounds crazy. Like I'm so, <laughs> I, I have some Instagram friends that I'm just like, we, oh, we really haven't met in person. Well, that's weird. <laughs> and it's so funny. You actually do meet them in person. That's super fun. It is. Oh, sorry. That's been happening. It's been great. Can I ask you super Instagrammers a question? So how long did y'all stay on Instagram to develop these? Because I'm I don't do this. Like what you mean? Like over time or like a, a day? Like in a day? So because when if you be... post and roll out, I already know. You post and then you log <laughs> out. You probably don't even have an app on your phone. You probably be posting from your actual PC. No, no, no. I do you can't post from phone. your PC. Yeah, you like can now. I could, you can. I would. You can. You can now. Yep, you can. You can. Um, no, you can from Facebook. No, you can post. I do from your. No, phone. I can put. I post directly from Instagram, like I did it earlier today. On post your computer. To, um, on my computer. Yep. What? And you can do it through Facebook oh, oh, on your computer. Huh. You can. You can do that too. Yep. Interesting. Uh-huh. Okay, to answer Glenn's question. Mm. Because well, I think the pro- social part of the uh, of social media is to give and take. So you post your stuff and you receive the comments and the likes and everything, but you got to do right. the same for others. So right. to me, that takes the most time because I can post okay. and <clears throat> like Tanisha said, be out. But someone, um, his social media strategist said, you have to take the time to interact with Respond. others. Yeah. yeah. Right. Also, so Glenn, my- a lot of these relationships and things <laughs> like this were much easier to develop during uh, COVID and during confinement. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't going mm-hmm. nowhere. I wasn't doing anything else. So I had hours 
to spend on Instagram. That was like the interaction I had with actual humans. So once you build that up, then it's like, okay, you don't want to just leave them. Like these are your people now. So you keep it going. So that definitely built up my actual interaction and feeling like these are actually people I know. Not just like, oh, let me just leave you a two word comment. Cool pick. That's nice. Cute dog. (laughs) Like, no, during that time, like, I literally couldn't go nowhere. So it's like, oh, I could make full comments and like form sentences and oh, develop okay. relationships. You know, Leslie, that's a good tell question. Tell me what you're for- feeling right now. Yeah. <laughs> Leslie, it's a good question for you because you had a person that was doing your social media. So how did you like balance the two? Right. It, it, it takes time. Yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. Like it's um hours with an S that you have you have to give and at one time I had somebody posting for me but I just didn't feel like it was in my voice mm-hmm. and then the minute that I took it took it back then you know the account started to grow so yeah it oh. does take like I have to like say I'm going to dedicate this time I got okay. you Mm-hmm. I just wasn't sure if you ladies were just okay. I'm just gonna stay on Instagram and just do this all damn day because I'm trying to figure out where. Oh, don't get it twisted. You get caught up. It, 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 oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> you you get addicted. It's a black yeah. hole. You just get sucked yeah. in. Yeah. It'll but definitely do, be some I mean, one a.m. scroll moments. Some you know just laying in bed mm-hmm. like, well, let me see what they doing. Well, let me see who put up a new story. Well, what's this yeah. reel talking about? <laughs> and then next reel, next reel. Right. Yeah, I, I actually, um, and then you just keep going. I found my um, my newest esthetician on Instagram. Somebody posted their uh, like their results of their first chem- chemical peel, and I was like, "Oh my god, her skin looks amazing!" And she's black, and she's in DC. Oh, I gotta check her out. That was a single. Then I started following her, and yeah, I went to her. I had my first chemical peel. My skin feels wonderful. So it's beautiful. a. Thank you. So it can oh. definitely be a sinkhole for products and services and all the things. So yeah. Were you nervous about the the peel? Peel? Well, yeah, because I have really sensitive skin, and peel sounds so harsh. Chemical peel, like right. the words, sound really harsh. But I talked to my dermatologist along with the esthetician, and they explained the difference uh, in the you know because there are different levels. So okay, I got the mildest oh, okay. one. So, but no, gentle, it was great. Gentle peel. Yes. Yeah. Oh, please share her information because yes. um, speaking of social media, so somebody, it must have been a real. I'm just still, I'm learning these. As you can tell, Jennifer, I'm not the social. You're doing great. Dude, I'm, they, not, I'm not the expert. They draw, they draw me in on um, these ladies from the Swirl Suite, but there was this guy that looked like he has dipped his face in hot fish grease. Oh, that's a bad. I saw guy. that, Glennis. I saw did that. You a see day that? After, it was like, I saw it a day after my peel, and I was like, "Had I seen no, that? No, but did I you? Did you hear the real story? That he no, didn't I didn't. The full story. There was of another live with. There was another live with the actual woman who did it. Okay, and she was like, "That's not how he looked when she left." And he was picking at his face and doing some other stuff that he wasn't supposed to do. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, okay. there was another yes. part. There's always three sides to the story. So, yeah, but his ooh, Let his jaw it looked look like oh, yeah. he just did like this. It was like bloop, 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 bloop. Yeah, his face was messed up. Yeah. His face was messed up. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, so the esthetician I, I went to, it's JC Spa Experience. Her name is Janelle. And she's in Northwest DC. 
Before we get into our special guest, Tanisha, I saw your stories today. You were judging wine. Tell us about that. Yeah. So there's this wine competition. Um, well, there's this, it's called Vigneron Independent. So it's all the independent winemakers of France. And they have, uh, they do this a few times a year in places throughout France where they all come together and have like a big salon where they pour their wines and you can buy them direct from the producer. So I was judging a competition or like a jury of the, the, their wines. Um, they can submit their wines for gold, silver, bronze, and hope for the best. Uh, I had the pleasure of judging all rosés. So two sessions, 15 rosés a piece. So 30 rosés later, here we are. That was today. That was your breakfast. <laughs> So that was actually over the weekend. It was part of the weekend. I was going to uh, recap. I was like, come weekend with me. So yeah, um, it was, what I have no, French people are really hard graders and scorers. So I would say something like, oh, this is nice. It's fresh fruit. They're like, yeah, it was really good. And we're scoring out of 20. Yeah, it was really good. I'd say a 14. I was like, oh, a 14 is really good. But like 14 of them was like a high score. So I think in my second session, we did one gold, two silvers, and a bronze mm -hmm. out of the 15 wines. Those are the only ones that meddled. So just know that when you see a medal on these wines, that these people are serious and they take this very seriously. But it was fun. We, could, we tasted it ourselves, you know, amongst ourselves, blind tasted, of course. And then we had a discussion after. Um, we just kind of said which ones we thought were our um, our favorites or like our top four. And then uh, if we couldn't, like if we didn't have a few that all three of us said, then we went back through, tasted and then kind of made a case for ones we really believed in. Mm. Do you get a corked wine? Do you get anything corked? Nope. Mm -mm. Cool. Tanisha, have oh, you ever us. tasted and just been like, this is God awful? Yes. And luckily we have our own spit buckets. And so I can just dispose of that right away. Yeah. It hasn't happened often and it hasn't happened in a while, but yes, yeah, definitely happened before. Mm -hmm. Luckily it's blind. I don't know what it is. Nobody else, excuse me, nobody else knows what it is. So it's not like somebody could be offended or like, oh, wow, how could you say this is terrible? It is interesting how different my palate is than French people. Because when they'll taste and they'll rate something or they'll get a certain flavor, I'm like, no, nah, I didn't get none of that. Or they're like, oh, this is delicious, 11. I'm like, okay, I don't, 11 is, how are you, it, did, where are you getting these numbers from? Um, or like you all have judged wine competitions before and uh -huh. uh, on site, you usually get full points for the way it looks, unless it's like cloudy or an actual fault. I've always given full points for the way it looks. These people out of five points, they're like, no, this is a three. How, why is it a three? They're like, well, I mean, it can't be perfect. I was like, it can just on the site. Like it can. Yeah. I think those are <laughs> it, like, those are can gimme look points. Perfect. Right. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, those, them I, those are gimme points. Mm -hmm. But also it's weird that it's out of the categories they had were out of five. But then if you add them all up, so like the highest score you could get is a 20. But then if you add them all up, it's more than 20. So I'm like, I don't understand how y'all doing this. This math is not mathing. Like if I gave all fives, then it would come up to like 
30, but the highest was like 20. It was bizarre. What? Uh, girl, I would just say the ones that I like. Do they the have extra like, credit like points? One. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> get it. It's, but people it's still the, weren't it's the giving French them higher curve. than the It is the French curve. And they were still like, oh, this is good. They had like good, great, and exceptional. Okay. I'm like, huh. what is the, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna just sit here and just taste these, spit them out. But then the last set of rosés, it was later on in the day. Um, so after six o'clock, I'm like, oh, well, we can drink these now, right? We, we don't have to spit. We just could drink them all if we like. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a couple at the end. I was like, just pour me another glass. Like, y'all not doing nothing with this. <laughs> you Pass me that 11 over there. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's like fourteen seventy nine. I like that one. Can I just? I need to actually need to taste it one more time just to be sure. Thank you very much. So oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, it was cool. And then they gave us a bottle at the um at the end for you know our troubles. Oh, very nice. Yeah, lovely. Did you get to pick which bottle you wanted? Girl, no, it was in a white plastic oh. bag. You ain't even know. They were just like here, okay. here, and everybody got something different. I'm looking at other people like, dang, I want to try. Right. But I'm like, Tanisha, right. that's ungrateful. Like, be glad you got something. <laughs> so I shut up and just took the bottle. I well, love that. Got you. Yeah. Congrats, though, man. That's cool. Yes. Yeah, Thanks. Awesome. Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun day. Well, we have a special guest, Jennifer Crothers. Welcome to the Swirl Suite. Thanks for having oh, me, guys. Of course. I'm, I'm super stoked to be here. I'm like, I'm like, maybe they got the email address wrong. I'm really not that cool, but I'm so excited. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Oh, tell us about the wines that you sent us. I did. Well, I got so excited. Okay. Number one disclaimer, it's illegal to send wine for free. So I invoiced myself for all of this wine, just for anyone who was out there who might be auditing me. Um, okay. So sparkling wine. I had to pick some of my favorites and I was trying to pick stuff that you didn't know. So the fact that, you know, Navaran is fail number one, um, but it is a super special cava. So, you know, the, you know, the, the grape Pateada, like those three main grapes that come out of the cava. So Pateada was named after the dude that started Navaran. So like the two, I know. And I was like, I was like, maybe even though they've tasted this wine, I'll have one fact that they don't know yet. <laughs> so the, the dude who started the winery, he married, his last name was Pateada and his wife's last name was Navaran. So that's where the word Navaran came from. But they named the freaking Pateada grape after him. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. wow. I mean, it's not as no, cool I as like Chorello, but whatever. Yeah. Well, there was something that I learned about kava at your tasting with Julia that I didn't know about the caps. I could not remember this fun fact about kava. So after we recorded this episode, Jennifer reached out to Julia and sent this link. This is what I was trying to articulate. The quality label that we can find on a bottle of kava is called Machamo. This represents the seal that guarantees the origin and quality of the wine certified by the Cava Regulatory Council. When you open a bottle of Cava, there's a cap on the top of the cage. There are four different types of Marchamos. They're all different colors and they represent nine months, green, silver, 18 months, gold, 30 months, and then another gold that's 36 months. I'll be sure to put this link in the description box so you can visualize what these look like and look out for them the next time you have a bottle of kava. 
Jennifer, please um, tell everybody like what you do and who you are. Oh, that well, that's a loaded question. Okay. Well, I do wine. I do great wine. Uh, I was a wine broker distributor for over 10 years and just really became a picky wine drinker, consumer, all of it. Um, so I started a company literally just so I could get wines to my friends, my circle of people that, um, that happen to also share tastes. They want to drink something that they've never tried before. They've never heard of. They want something new to share with their friends. They're tired of the same old, same old, um, you spend less money, drink better wine. That's kind of what I'm here for. So my, my circle has expanded from the last 10 years of getting my friends, you know, what I could sort of in the, the gray area of purchasing wine when you're in business to business market. And now I'm business to consumer. And I, I'm like, you can have anything you want. <laughs> Here, here's what I like. You should try them all. So it's, it's been really fun um, expanding from, from my, my very, very pickiness to um, still very picky, but just with a larger selection is what I do now. But yeah, events. So I have like, you know, the virtual events. So Zoom, that became a thing a couple of years ago. Uh, virtual events, in-person events are back. I have a little wine club. I do a, a fun champagne sale with um, La Caravelle and or Charles Heitzig, depending on the, the client here in San Diego. So that's fun. You guys should come out for that. Um, and um, yeah. Hold on, when you, can you back, when you say sale, Mm -hmm. it's s-a-i okay i because i thought you meant s-a-l-e but oh, it's sale. Right. okay thank you no literally so there's this really beautiful catamaran i think it's the best, i think it's the most beautiful catamaran in all of san diego and the harbor and i've been working with them for a long time because i used to just do their wine for them and be a psalm on their boat when they wanted one and um i don't know if you guys know blaine who's the yes. founder of yeah of new york champagne week so she's a girlfriend of mine and she does a very similar sale in new york she has friends and family in San Diego. And she's like, dude, you got to do this shit in San Diego. Like New York, it's a small window. San Diego, we can do it all year round. She's like, and I'm like, oh, that's funny because I know a boat and I drink a lot of champagne. So it was, it's kind of set up for a bunch of my corporate clients who like buy the package. So it's the boat, three hours, champagne, incredible charcuteries from a local um, women, woman who does incredible charcuterie stuff called Bardelli Boards. Uh, and, and, then, and then me me whether you want me or not i'm there i'm going to tell you about the champagne you don't have to remember anything there's no test at the end but um no it's it that's been really fun over the last couple of years too so when when do you have these or do you have them regularly yeah it's kind of all year round so i started in the summer and then there was like an afternoon cruise or an evening cruise but when the days got shorter, we kind of just did one and customized it to whenever people thought they might get cold or whenever their dinner reservations were afterwards but it goes pretty much all year round. So I did them up until November and then they're uh, starting up again in April. Nice. Yeah, super fun. Start playing. That seems, very, that seems very fitting for you because it seems like you're very outdoorsy. And super champagne oriented. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, both gorgeous. Charcuterie is perfect. You're going to drink my favorite champagne. Ironically, so when it's Charles Heitzig, sometimes I tell the story and sometimes I don't. I'm like, Oh, this is the champagne they poured on the Titanic, and they're like, "Great, we're on a boat." I'm like, there, there are no icebergs in the San Diego Harbor. You're fine. I don't know if that was a good thing. To I know that's a fun fact. Well, it's always, I'm like, it's always like, got well, at least you're drinking the best on your way down. Well, it's a cool well, fact. you gotta go down. Yeah. That's the best way to go. Or have two Wait. bottles to hold your ass up. <laughs> expensive drunk yeah it's sort of like it's such a cool fact to share with all my clients 
unless you're on a boat unless you're on a boat unless you're on a boat yeah oh yeah and then i do and i do like a lot of corporate gifting and stuff so i have a lot of real estate agents every time someone buys a house they're like hey ship them two bottles of this or whatever so a little bit a little bit everything i don't know i can't it's hard to just pin it down but yeah the champagne sales fine so let's back up to the beginning of your wine journey you used to be an engineer i was so how did you make that transition and why don't hold it against me. Um, well, I was moving to California because my my husband's job, waiting for my green card, American citizen now. I vote for probably the same people you do. And um, I was waiting for my green card and I was allowed to live here. They're like, you can live here. You can spend all the money you want, but you can't work. So you don't get a social security number. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm the worst housewife ever. Like moved here on a Saturday. And I was, so I was like, okay, I need to keep, need something to keep myself busy. Um, otherwise I'll go crazy. My husband won't want to marry me because we were only engaged at the time. So I was like, I've always loved wine, lived in France when I was younger. I was always the person, even at a table of 20 people, for some reason, looking back now, I realize how stupid they were, but people would pass me the wine list. And they're like, you know, you know wine. I'm like, yeah, I know wine. No. Uh, so I started my, I moved here on a Saturday, started my WSET course on Sunday. And then just it just so happened that I was finishing my, my advanced when a guy in my class was like, you know, I think this guy's hiring. It's a really great portfolio. I know you don't have your green card yet. You just need to sort it out or wait. And I literally got my green card. I don't know, within a few days of this conversation ended up with this job. And I was like, God, I work in the wine industry. And I knew, I mean, Canada, we don't get a lot of California wines up there. And if you do, they're prohibitively expensive. So I'd never heard of Rombauer, never heard of Silver Oak, never heard of all these iconic producers in California because it just doesn't happen. There's no hate for Merlot up there. I was like, wow, California has something up their ass about this Merlot problem. I don't know what's going on. And um, so I'm like, lo and behold, I'm like, oh, I'm working in the wine business. Wow, this is, this is a lot. So it's kind of a sink or swim situation, but I worked with this really great portfolio uh, super small boutique producers that were just amazing quality bang for your buck was killer. And the, my favorites from day one are, you know, a lot of my favorites now. So, um, I, I really enjoy still working with those and I consider those wineries family and, um, it just, you know, it's kind of the, the backbone to everything I've done and led me up to this point. So it's been kind of cool if that answers your question. No, it does. So you yeah. mentioned that you still live in France and then I also saw that you lived in Australia as well. Were you working there or what led you to those two places? France, I did an exchange. So I was like 16 when I was living there. I lived in Glass, Tunisia. So you know where that is, like inland from Nice and Cannes. This is perfumed central of France. I was about to say where all the perfume is. Yeah, yes. where that, I mean, not all the perfume is, but where they develop all the scents and stuff. Yes. Yes. Did you know Julia Coney lived there and studied? Like L'Oreal paid her to go to scent like mm-hmm. sent school or whatever. Yes. I'm totally butchering her resume right now. But like, <laughs> she's, she's one of the few people that I know that she's like, I lived in class. And I was like, shut the hell up. You lived in class. So I lived there. Very cool. Cause part of the family that I lived with who are still near and dear to me, I, I see them whenever I can. Um, their family was partly from <laughs> Burgundy. And they, I mean, again, I was 16, didn't know really anything about wine. And I know they were opening bottles and I wish I, you know, this is before Instagram. So I wish I'd taken pictures and selfies with them. And because <laughs> um, I can only imagine what we were actually drinking because I go visit them now. And I'm like, what were you opening when I was 16? Can we go back to that? <laughs> uh, so that was an exchange. Love France. It'll always be a part of my soul. I go back every two years if I can. Minus COVID. And then um, Australia was a job. 
So I actually worked, um, I was a, an a environmental engineer for their Department of Commerce. It's kind of their water, water department is what I did down there. So I lived there for a couple of years. And I wish I had the money to buy better wine, but I did drink pretty good wine when I was there. I was like starving student status down there, but. That's still, that's really cool. That is really nice. It's, and it's I'm quite cool. sure what you drank was nice too. It just wasn't like. Well, they, they have these things. So here's a little Australian secret. They have these, these wines down there. Cause I'm, I was still an asshole. Like I could be poor. I'll eat ramen, <laughs> toast and cheese every day, but I will not drink shitty wine. And they have these things down there. They're called clean skins. And what it is, is it's like, imagine you're a winery. You make all this really nice wine. That's maybe like 40, 50 bucks a bottle. Um, but you run out of labels or you run out of the bottles that match all the other bottles in the lineup. So you put in a generic bottle with like, this is, this is, you know, in the 2000s so you know, like a laser printed label that you stick on or sometimes handwritten, and then you sell it for 20 bucks instead of 50, but the, because it's not the proper label, it's right. not the proper package, and you're not really sure what it is. So you, it's kind of hit or miss. So you buy like six of them and then find one that you like, and then go back immediately and buy more because once it's gone, it's gone, but they're called clean skins and they saved me. They were great. They like, wow. You know, that sounds, yeah, that sounds so fun. Lived yeah. off of those, literally. It was very cool. So I, wow. I think I was drinking pretty good wine. Just couldn't tell you any of them right. what they were because there was, you know, it was like, hey, Shiraz Cab Blend. I'm like, yeah. And then you go back and match the label to with what your memory, drunken memory said it looked like. And you're like, I'll take 27 more of those bottles, please. <laughs> <laughs> wine education started young, started young. <laughs> Come a long way since then. <laughs> So how long did you work as a broker before you started your own? What I do. So yeah. JC Select JC Wines Select. is what I do now. Uh, I worked for the broker for probably six or almost seven years. And then I co-founded a brokerage with two partners. Don't ever have partners. Uh, so the partnership didn't work out, but the, the company was fine. Um, I have a little PTSD from it, but um, it did kind of push me to do what I do now, which is so much better. So I was in the brokerage world with similar wines for that entire sort of 10 year period. And then for the last two years, um, I've been doing JC Select Wines, which is, like I said, selfish, very selfish company. I just, you know, I want to do this. I want to sell the wines that I want. And uh, ta-da! <laughs> Sometimes that works out the best. Exactly. Oh. And then some, It's it's been the healthiest decision I've ever made. So I'm stoked on it. It's a lot of work, but what isn't? Are you completely virtual or do you, do you have a storefront? No brick and mortar, which was great um, during COVID, but I, I can ship to all states except Utah and Mississippi. So that's kind of been custom orders, again, like wine club. And then the virtual tastings have been really fun because, you know, I can host the virtual tasting and be in, you know, all but two states or if most people in most people I've learned that most people in Mississippi have a friend right across the border in um, yeah. uh, where is it? Memphis, mm -hmm. Tennessee. So I have a whole I have like I have a whole list of Memphis addresses to ship to for different clients, and they just take turns and go there <laughs> and and pick up the wines. So I guess I can get wines to Mississippi. I just can't ship them into Mississippi. But yeah, I've been doing the and then in person stuff is back, which has been great. And um, some clients, you know, like they'll they'll 
they'll say, Hey, like we want to, we want you to host this event in, in Napa. And I'm like, Oh, I have to actually physically go now. That's okay. That's cool. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I have yeah. to, I have to have Napa a full a outfit, place not to just be. the top. <laughs> yeah. Right. Pajama bottoms. No, got it. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> right. You gotta really wrap your mind around like going back out in the world. Like oh, I, oh, I keep yeah. giving updates yeah. about me going back to work uh, in the office. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting closer. It's, uh, it's getting scarier. I got my date. I think just to mention you got your that. date. Yeah. Is yeah. it April? It's that pay pe- the last pay period in April that runs into the first week in May. So the date is actually May 2nd. Oh, wow. Is it going to, are you going to do hybrid or is it going to be like a hundred percent back? Uh, it's high, definitely hybrid um, negotiations between unions say we have to be in the office at least two days per pay period. So that's like once a week because there's a two week pay, pay yeah. period. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you have to apply for this. So if you want to do remote and you apply for, um, I've got what, Max Telework or something or another. I got to go back and watch that mess. But whew, I got to do my hair some days. It's not going to be a good thing. Can't sit on the Zoom with wine and a coffee cup. (laughs) It's all over. It's been a good ride. I read this thing about like blowing on your coffee cup so that they think it's not wine. (laughs) I'm like, so people don't swirl their coffee cups in meetings normally? All right, cool. Good to know. (laughs) Coffee, it's great. You want to get the caramel when you have like the caramel mixture, you know, yeah. you don't want it just to sink to the bottom. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, Arabic like beans? the cinnamon yeah. either, you know, if you put cinnamon right. on your latte <laughs> exactly. or whatever, nutmeg, you want it to be blended, you know. But it's right. really easy to fool people this way because you sip wine and you sip tea and coffee, so. Yep. It or in a big old water cup. You know, I just think it's interesting. Um, I know we're completely off topic, off topic but right. in, in certain industries, the topic is life, <laughs> right? In certain industries, day drinking is still okay, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. right, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. right. Which you know, I just think it's just you know self management. Oh, and, you know, it's it, uh, it's interesting that you said that because we would have at some of our um, division meetings and like one day a month, a month, whichever month was picked, we would have wine tastings. We would have uh-huh. Uh-huh. bring your favorite beverage to work mm. day. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All we needed was an alcohol waiver to bring the bottles in and all you need is your division director to sign off on it. That's sure do. Your and HR had, department's like, fuck. Right. Oh, hell, they was invited. They were pretty <laughs> I believe it. Even, dude, even in engineering, we had meetings at bars. Like, there's like a Moxie's. I don't know. It's a kind of a local thing in Ontario. But we'd have like the engineering firm that I used to work for. We'd be like, okay, afternoon meeting. We'll discuss this and this and this, but let's do it at Moxie's. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, that seems reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Moxie, the restaurant? Yeah, it's like a chain. Yeah, I'll just say this one here. Okay. I mean, in DC. Really? Yeah, yeah, I thought I had seen one before. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like, usually, you good-looking girls, all black short skirts. 
No, that's, maybe that's a Toronto thing. I don't know. Sorry, sorry, Toronto. <laughs> I've never been, so it. I was looking at Leslie and Glenn. It's like they do that. Too? No, I've seen the signs, no. but I have not been in. Neon. Okay. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Toronto. Oh, I threw look- you under the bus there. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, Canada. <laughs> look, it can't be worse than Hooters, right? You know, no, it's not. No, it's, I know Hooters. Hooters has better chicken wings, I'll tell you that. But um, yeah, yeah, Moxie's the whole. whole Sorry, line. Moxie, no throwing you under the bus now. Right, exactly. Yeah, they're like Moxie's do not support <laughs> JC Select Wines. <laughs> their uniform. Jennifer, like, uh, back to your wine before we do our fun closeout question. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, so many tangents. Oh. I know you. Would, I'm sure you had some sort of schedule to keep, and we've kept zero. Oh, I, I threw scheduling out. Oh, uh, wait a second. Wait a second. Well, you know, we didn't. We didn't finish. Uh, Sarita, what are you drinking? What are you? Oh, oh shit. Oh, I yeah. I have. A we took one step Charles in that direction. Charles Heitzig. Yeah. So if you're not on a boat, I will tell you. It's very exciting yeah. about that wine. Is that it was poured <laughs> in the Titanic. <laughs> but I actually I flip and love that champagne. It's uh it's like forty or sixty percent. I think it's forty reserve wines. So you get like the brightness of the current vintage blended with the last 10 years, almost half and half. So half of it wow. has all those characteristics that come with 10 years of aging. So it's, it's spectacular. Really is- yeah. Can you put then- the bottle up again? Sure. I'm sorry. While Jennifer's talking about Abby. Charlie and. Oh, oh, Charles. Heisen. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Charlie. I thought you were drinking common. Champagne Charlie. <laughs> Dude was so cool. So they called him, they called him Champagne Charlie, but he was kind of like the great Gatsby. So he's like hmm. in France and he's like, you know, America, why doesn't anyone go over there? Why don't we care about that market? And they're like, ah, oh, they don't have any taste. They're Americans, whatever. So this guy, Champagne Charlie was like, well, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to start going over to America. I think there's a whole land of opportunity and people that will drink great champagne. I'm bringing my champagne with me. And he wasn't, he was seriously, he was invited to all the cool parties. He was Champagne Charlie. Everyone wanted him around, apparently quite the character. I mean, he nailed the Titanic contract. So that got to be, that had to be cool at the time. <laughs> they didn't know it was going to sink. Um, and then the other thing, right? And then, stop. <laughs> sorry. And then the, <laughs> good though, it's good. And then the, <laughs> you can't give me the hook, you're too far away. <laughs> so then the other champagne you're drinking, the La Caravelle, I sent, so yeah. Glynis has the rosé, which means Tanisha has the brute both delicious wait do you know this one yes damn it i met i met oh, the um rita i met rita the owner rita yes rita. rita was marvelous i met her and blaine at the same event through allison and that makes an sense here so Rita, didn't you go to that event here in no Houston? i wasn't able to go i was very jealous i saw your pictures because that in was in maryland uh, Andre, yeah yeah it was in dc yeah cool. yeah, yeah yeah so well, it's really, I mean, it's still a special wine. You just happened to be I didn't know it was it. Sorry. I didn't know it was La Caraval when Leslie said rosé. I just said, because I'm I love rosés. I said, okay, just give me the rosé. And I can I, I have copper quite often. So I was like, just give me the rosé. Then when I looked at it running in the house, I was like, oh, that's La Caraval. Okay, I know Rita. Rita, she's the best. So her her and her husband Jim, uh, Andre owned a restaurant in New York called La Caravelle. And they, nothing to do with COVID, but it shut down a number of years ago. Um, and they, they're super French, super into champagne, super picky with champagne. So they decided to do a private label, went over, the juice is actually Laurent Marier. And, um, but it's own, their own, their own blend from what I understand. And they mm-hmm. private labeled it. 
and made a brute a rosé they have a blonde a blonde as well mm -hmm. and uh they decided to continue the label even though the restaurant had closed down so they have this private label they distribute it i'm pretty sure i'm the only one on the west coast who gets it um and it, yeah mostly it stays in new york that's why i'm impressed but dc is a very cool market so new york probably a couple of places in dc but it kind of is very um not well known which is great it's small production um right and i like i like you know i like to feel special i'm an only child so me too when i can yeah see isn't it great i'm like i'm the only oh. one who gets this <laughs> She was she was here for DC Champagne Week. Right, you remember? Yes, it, now I remember. I was there. Yes. Okay. It's like yeah. I know one of you were there with me, yeah. and then we went to uh, Maxwell after with Blaine. Remember? Yes. Yes. You couldn't find parking. Yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. yeah. DC at its best. October. I don't know. That's us. We call my someone. Some well, anyway, I won't go into that. I'm sorry to hear that the, the restaurant closed down. Was it, did you say it was because of COVID or they no, just not, not at all because of COVID. I think they, okay. I think it just, I think it, I think it, they, it ran its run and they were kind of mm -hmm. like, I don't think it was a bad or sad thing. It just sounded like, you know, it was like this crazy popular restaurant for famous people. And they felt that they just wanted to go out on a high note as opposed to, you know, oh, they didn't want to, they didn't great. want to yeah. yeah, well, and they're they're older, and they're they have um, children and grandchildren now, and I think they were just like, you know what, let's let's just sell the restaurant, sell champagne because it's great champagne, mm -hmm. and spend more time mm -hmm. with our family and stuff. And I was like, you're just nailing life, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's crazy because I know that a a lot of like shows will end on a high note but you don't hear of restaurants doing the same they wait until they can't pull it back together right. yeah right You're like oh should have done that three years ago but whatever yeah no i think i think mm -hmm. they just they i think they loved it and they were just like no we're done with this we're it's it's a lot of work and we just want to enjoy our lives they travel they eat what oh my god if you follow read on instagram the shit that she posts these pictures of the food she eats and i i always just write back and i'm like hey another tough day at the office mm -hmm, yeah it's uh, everything is like a michelin starred restaurant i said how are you alive oh that's amazing her answer is champagne by the way it was uh, women the event was women in champagne at during champagne week at the restaurant yes yep mm -hmm. not just one yeah, that seems up both of their alleys for sure. Blaine is a good buddy of mine. So she, she introduced me to Rita and then Rita. So that champagne sale I was telling you about that Blaine does on the East Coast in New York. Um, I actually got, I did the boat. I reserved the boat for a weekend in July last year and filled it with 24 people. Some who I, some of my best friends from the first grade, all the way to people that I'd never met in person before, but they were like Instagram BFFs of mine. So we filled this boat with some people who had no idea who the other person was. Um, and it was just amazing. And I was like, oh, Blaney, you're right. I got to do this in San Diego. It's too much fun. That sounds so fun. It was wild. It was really yeah. great. Yeah. It sounds really fun. So as I like the bubbles, what else do you have in your collection? Oh, a lot. I mean, I really, so there's a lot of wines that I've been working with for over 10 years that are, like I said, family. So I have like Saxon Brown Winery, Talisman Winery. I'm a big Pinot fan. Um, the Stoltmans have been dear friends of mine for a really long time. So those are kind of my longtime supporters. And then what was really cool about not being a broker or distributor anymore was that I wasn't just drinking wines from my own portfolio. 
you know, you, when you, when you, when you're in that business and you're like, Oh no. And, and I, I mean, I think I, I was just, I had a lot of great wines, so I did have access to great wines, but I, it's almost like I felt there wasn't a need to taste a lot of other wines that were out there. And I was like, Oh, how wrong I was. Cause there are just so many gems out there. So I just developed go-to after go-to and tasting with all my, all my friends who, you know, a lot of my friends are wine brokers and distributors as well. So I, I would taste more wines from their portfolios and, and, and just meet interesting winemakers along the way, like, you know, like David Ramey and, 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 and Chad Melville and all these little wineries that I just, I, I also just love to support. And I've had the best Dolcetto of my life and the best Nebbiolo of my life. And, you know, all these, and I'm, it's cool because I, there were always, um, there are always buyers that turned into distributors. And some of them were my favorite buyers. I'm like, oh my God, you as a buyer, probably one of the best palettes I've ever tasted with. Now I'm on the buyer side. You work for Bone Imports, which is a really beautiful portfolio. And I, there's no one I've trusted more with wine. Like I can call them up and say, I have someone who needs, you know, uh, a chef is doing a, an event and they want me to send a bottle of wine to every person attending this event virtually. Uh, give me like, give me a, a Chianti and a Dolcetto and a whatever. Give me one recommendation of each. I send those to the client and they pick one. But it's like, I know I don't need to test that, test that, taste that wine because I trust this person's palate so much. It's just amazing. Um, but it's been such a cool world and every day is so different. And the wines are just, I'm exposed to even better wines than I already thought I was. It's cool. What's the most stressful part about your job? Um, kind of the unpredictability of it, especially with a little bit of COVID mixed in there. It's, you know, the, it's like, oh, I'm going to start this business and it's all going to be in-person events or, um, you know, I think it's going to be one thing. And then it's like, well, clearly two years ago, in-person events were absolutely no longer the business model, but this virtual tasting thing and, and client gifting and stuff wasn't part of the business model, but it's actually been really successful. So the, the most stressful part is also the most enjoyable part. So how different every day is, and you never really know what next month or the month after is necessarily going to be like, like some things are regular, like wine club, but a lot of them are just completely unpredictable. You're like, Oh, wedding's coming up. Yay. Um, so that's kind of stressful, but also the most enjoyable part at the same time, if that answers your question, like money, you just want to make sure that like you're, you're paying all your people and you know, that's, that's the main, main stressor. I think owning any business. That's pretty cool. So I got, I have a question for like you and Leslie, cause you have similar businesses and you both worked in, you worked in a wine position before you started this specific business. Do you think that's what other people do if they want to start, start, start something similar to what you have? I, I think any background helps Vino. Oh, and a quick question, Leslie, if you haven't trademarked Vino Noir, you have to. Glennis, 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 sorry. If you haven't trademarked Vino Noir yet, you have to. Have you? Glennis, you're on mute. Mm-hmm. Yep, I feel that. Okay, okay, you know I'm silly. Um, yes, I started the paperwork, um, but I did a poor man's trademark to while I'm waiting on the actual, actual paperwork, so. Yeah. You know what that, you're frozen, Jennifer? No, that's good. I'm frozen? Uh-oh. Oh, I didn't Am know I if still you frozen? were, because you was like, no, you're speaking no. now. That's, that's me intently yeah. listening to you. So sorry. I've gone catatonic. Um, so no, you know good. what a poor man's trademark is, right? 
the R? Because you, you get an official, um, you have to mail something to yourself and you get official postmark stamp about the business. And that's initially the start of your Well, And training. as soon as you start the process, you can put the R next to your name. Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. Gotta wait for that. Right. Amazing. Because right. my like, I just want all night all or the TM or whatever. All I know is my lawyers were crazy about it. And I was like, that's a good name. You need to like make sure no one ever steals well, it from you. In this, there is one, one person out there. And I hope you're listening to us. This is the swirl sweep. Quinn is from Vina Noir, who has www.vinanoir.com without anything else, right? And just sitting on it doesn't have, that person will say, will sell for like $12,000. Like you kiss my ass. I put Vina Noir. I'm not kidding. $12,000. You, if you, as long but as it's not trademark, when, when your trademark no, is done, you can, you can pursue, yeah. you it doesn't matter. You can pursue them for violation of your own trademark. You should probably add it all. Yeah, so I'm not a lawyer. Okay. Right. right, 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 right. So. Yeah, I hope your editing guy is like strong. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, Serena, I, I am the, I am the editing guy. If she don't guy. like, well, if, if she won't, if she, don't, if, if she doesn't like something you say, you'll never hear it. You're like Jennifer Jen talked for two hours. How is this only 15 minutes of usable material? Why does she swear so much? What is she talking about? Can we filter out Titanic? Just filter it out. Oh no. Uh-uh. Oh, that's too no, classic. That's <laughs> that is classic. Uh, and there are icebergs in the bay, so people should watch out. <laughs> so I have a question. Oh shit. I have Leslie. just a champagne for you. Oh, Leslie, <laughs> back away from the bottle. Oh, God. Oh, I have a question for you. No, okay, that was, yeah, okay, no. So, do you get any rare that you didn't send us? I have. Well, here, well I'm a small business. <laughs> I, had to, I had to save on, I wanted, I needed to save on the $30 of shipping to one location instead of two. I, I, I have to pay for that. It's a lot. I mean, I love you guys. I'll open some when you're here. Oh my God. I'll bring a, I'll bring a bottle when we come on the boat. Jennifer, she's fucking okay. with you tonight. I know. I'm like, Man, please, I love you Please guys. don't feel bad. You are not in the minority on this. Every guest that comes on here, it is my job to hassle them for something. I love And I embarrass I my co-host all the time. With if, you, if you were in one place and I did send a bottle of rare, it's very clear to me now who would be wearing the tiara. That is accurate. <laughs> no, I, and the only reason why I mentioned it in all, uh, in all fairness and all jokes aside, yeah. I did a um, uh, Piper Heisick tasting. Yeah. Um, this is, remember, this is pre-COVID when IPIC was opening. There's a steakhouse restaurant in IPIC in Rockville. I don't know if you have been to the movie theater in that restaurant, Leslie and Sarita. It's the fancy Heisick when you can eat dinner in. Yes, yeah. Piper Heisig did a um, champagne pairing there and they opened bottles of rare. And I was like, can I have a bottle? Because it was empty though, because the bottle was so cute. So I just made it like, a, made a candle out of it. But we got to they're, drink it too. They're beautiful. Yeah, they're really it, it, nice. Yeah, yeah. I, The next time I you see Blaine. Oh no, I love it. I mean, give me shit, I can take it. <laughs> My dad was pretty rough on me. I got, I got, I, I got thick skin, got thick skin. But uh, the next time you're talking to Blaine, ask her about the rare she opened on her birthday. Uh oh. Okay, we'll do. Uh oh. Yeah. We might need to have her on the swirl suite, and that'd be the topic of conversation. 
<laughs> you really should because it's unbelievable. I think New York Champagne Week is going on its ninth or tenth season this year, and I went this year. It is so fun, and she does like all of it herself. And I said, "You need you need a cloning machine, is what you need right now. Like this is a lot." <laughs> um, and she does such a good job. Like every every event was executed so well, and it was really cool. And I better see all of you there November. I'm going to butcher it. Seventh to eleven, something like I that. I was a, I was at the last one. Did we run into each other for New York so. Champagne Week, no. November seventh mm-hmm. to eleventh? That's good time. Oh, I'll be back. I'll, I'll be back in the country. I'll be. I'll be there. Okay. Where you? And I'll let you guys know if I do the boat again. I'll let you guys. know Oh yes. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Let us know. Oh, definitely the boat. Yeah. We can do and mine anytime, already... but the boat we did was really fun. Mm. And since you already promised a bottle of rare, I'm definitely there. No, okay, I'm just <laughs> you know, I got it. You know, I just can't <laughs> ship four of them. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll come pick them up. Shit. Yeah. That's worth a flight. Are you kidding me? I'll use some points. American Express points. Yes, I'm going to get, and I'll bring my wine suitcase that my friend Leslie and my other friends gave me for my birthday. A girl, just fly to France and get you some rare. If oh, you fly, yeah. Yes. If you, I mean, plan. if you're flying. Is different than flying to San Diego. You know where not I gotta really. sit. Not, not you know really. where I gotta sit. Oh, up. that's right, girl. You gotta sit up with the pilot. I forget. Or I'll meet meet you guys in New York. Do you have you guys interviewed Philippe? No, not yet. Not yeah, yeah, not yet. Better better way to put that. No. He's a trip. Yeah, you really should. Yeah, he's yeah, he definitely is. <laughs> yes. Uh when you do the boat, are you doing it in New York or are you doing it in San Diego? Well, the one I run in San Diego, you guys, we can do that boat anytime you want. You guys plan a trip to San Diego. We'll, we'll, do, the, we'll do the boat thing. It'll be fun. So I do that. Um, I do that here anytime anyone, you know, reaches out. So like a few times a month, probably. The okay. one in New York is I want to do a repeat of what I did last summer. So from okay. before where I rent like Blaine's boat, the one that she works with. And then okay. just like, I just, I just bought out the boat and then people basically sold like, and whoever wanted to come on the boat paid like 200 bucks or whatever to come on the boat. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was. That's okay. a really good deal though. Cause if you, if you're serving champagnes like that, hell I could drink too long though. We did. We did. I think we, there were 24, 24, 25 of us on the boat, which was the max. I think that okay. I think the max was 23. And I was like, just keep coming on the boat. Just don't look at the captain. Is food included We did. Um, so on the one in New York, you could actually pay for a chef to cater it, and which was amazing. There was like, it was oh, like oyster, oysters and shrimp and blah, yes. blah, blah. But to be honest, if I did it again, I would probably not do the extra cost of the food and do our own, like, I would probably find an equivalent to the charcuterie stuff that I do in San Diego um, and bring that on board instead, just because the food was, it was, it was spectacular. It was, it was perfect for that inaugural trip, the inaugural sale, but I would rather spend that money on champagne, I think this year. So that'll be the plan. Yeah. Um, but we we'll just the, all like, we stop at McDonald's the, on our way to the boat. You don't even have to. We put in order. We, mm-hmm. we still ordered, like, we had a couple people <laughs> that had, um, I don't know, they still came on the boat, even though they had shellfish allergies. And I was like, their shit can't touch this shit. But I bought, like, right. these really awesome, like, banh mi sandwiches. So we oh, brought no. them on as well. And I was like, 
next time we're just doing the banh mi sandwiches, a couple of charcuterie boards, everyone will eat plenty and totally. well, and it'll save us probably, it was like $50 a person. It'll save us, which will be great. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. And it was, and dude, it was amazing. We watched like the sunset in front of the Statue of Liberty. Oh, wow. It was epic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. You know, I'm from New Jersey originally, Jennifer. So I, I, that's an easy drive. I do that drive quite often. So there were a few people that came. Like, do you know MJ? You know Marv? Marv. Uh, black wine guy? From where? Nope. No. He lives uh-uh. in Jersey. He lives in Jersey. Uh, no, was, I've been he, in DC a minute. So he was on the boat. And then, well, that's where Julia Coney lives, right? Where? She lives here. Yeah. She lives here. Uh-huh. Yeah. She lives several places. In DC. In Texas. In Texas. Louisiana and Texas. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, her aunt lives in Texas. She told me where she works in DC was the best, the best wine shop. You know what it's called? Oh, check. Oh, it is. is she at Chet? No, nah, she's not at yeah. Chet. She's at, she's um, at um, the Snyder's. one in Brooklyn. When she at Snyder's? Not Snyder's. The no. one in Brooklyn. Uh-uh. Oh, she met. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Um, yeah. If you, if you said it, I'll re- I think I'll recognize it. Oh, my brain. Yeah, it's, it's Monday. Right it's not Chet. Monday. Chet? Yeah, yeah. Boardman's, Boardman's. Yes, that's it. Mm-hmm. Was it Boardman's? Okay. Boardman's, yeah. yeah. Boardman's. Yeah, it is a nice wine shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a problem it. for me. Yeah. Ha. Huh. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a whole problem. Yeah, it's tough. Wine. Oh, once you get into good wine, people are like, oh, am I like, I like such great wines now. Fuck you, Jen. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, and mm-hmm. you're welcome, all at the same time. Because your credit card will tell a lot of stories. Yeah. Oh my uh, God. Yeah. I'm just, oh God. Yeah. yeah. We, wasn't that one of our um, questions, Serena? You got oh, us where on- you overspend the most? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. We didn't <laughs> even say wine shop because that's like automatic. You, we just no, assume. I just say wine. I didn't say wine shop. I just yeah. said wine. Remember? Yeah. 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 Hey, so. so Jennifer, really quick question before Serena goes with the fun, the other fun stuff. So, yeah. what cremants do you carry? Because that's like my favorite sparkling. I love. Okay, so I used to do Lucien Albrecht was my go-to Cremant. Yeah. And then I did just try, okay, so H. Mercer is kind of a Mm. new portfolio to me and it's his Cremants. Thank God you guys can edit because I have a picture of it because I don't remember the name at all. Um, Probably the best Cremant I've ever tried. Oh, nice. Can't wait to see H. Mercer. Yeah, H. Mercer is the portfolio. So that's the broker. Okay. Oh wow! So many pictures from the Garth Brooks concert. Lord help me. <laughs> Let me. Just... Please don't scroll through any other pictures and call it out loud. You're... I know you're like, oh <laughs> crap. <laughs> Hold on, I did take a picture of it. <laughs> what is it? Oh, you wish. I know. I can't remember the name. Oh wait, hold on. Nope, it is Robert Meyer. Jobert Meyer. Robert Meyer. Clement d'Alsace. It's Alsace, okay. And the rosé. Oh, yum. Okay. Alsace, Cremant. I think I'm gonna become the Cremant whisperer. That's what I'm gonna do. I I love it. Cause do you know what? I, I used to be like, okay, you know, almost religious about like, if you're not drinking champagne, you wanna save money, go Cremant. Um, mm-hmm. And then I discovered Cava and I was like, I think what you get is it's exceptional value for money, but it also is not necessarily always like champagne. Like I think the, the, the grapes of Cava just add, add a little bit of 
pizzazz variety. To it. And and I think what you're getting for your money in Kava is almost better than what you're getting for your money from the Cremant world. Really? I just that's okay. that's the revelation I feel like I had this past year. Well, I think uh I I think the opposite from I because I'm a Cremant lover, so yes. Um, and yes. I mean it's and there's send a, me some I mean, more Kava and I'll maybe change my mind. <laughs> It's still man. We need to. I love her. We need to hang out. So it's Domaine Hubert Meyer. Domaine. I've had this once. Hubert Meyer. Exceptional. It's really, oh, really good. On the list. You've had it too, um, um, Sarita? Yeah, I've had this once. Once. Oh. I don't know when and where, but I've, I remember the bottle. Okay. Okay. I got to try it's it. It's really beautiful. The brute. And those are just beautiful. Look at the bottle. I might have had it. It looks like, I mean, it looks like a bottle of champagne. It's got some cursive writing. It's got some regular writing. Right. No, you know, some labels are eye catching. Some labels are like, "Eh, I'll have it. Let me try it. But okay. Nice. Demain Hubert. Oh, yay. I love a new one. So, wow. Are we at rapid fire? We are at our, yes. And they well, should I, be did, fun. I did so well with all the tangents before. I don't, I don't, I'm so sorry if I just took everything it's, off the rails within the first three minutes. <laughs> I'm already prepared, Jennifer. All right. And we all can answer this one. Name a wine pet peeve. Oh, one. That might take another hour. Oh, I know. I was like, oh, I need inviting my Leslie, time your hand meeting. is up. Please go. Okay. I hate, hold on. I know this is not the best visual. <laughs> Tanisha raising her hand too. <laughs> Do I have to raise my hand? I oh. hate when no. when people are like, ooh, the legs, the legs. And I want to just say, F the legs. You don't know what you're talking what about. You're talking? <laughs> I don't know who, who made that relevant, but it's not. And people, I mean, it has a tiny bit of relevance but people should stop be like oh look at the legs on there because it's just butt-ass ridiculous that's if you ask them so why is there legs in that glass the average person not does not know they have no idea they just think it's alcohol right right like it's all about the balance i've had alcohol that's like 17 percent with wink and a nod which means it's like 20 percent alcohol and i'm like exactly why is this so balanced also i'm going to be wasted in about 20 minutes right hot 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 yeah right thank you martinelli jackass vineyard that is that is you calling <laughs> regina martinelli i'm calling you out if you listen to this podcast which you should and, and you will as soon as you get my text message <laughs> i just and, called you out you might want to go yeah. listen <laughs> yeah and my bouquet of flowers as an apology <laughs> I have two. Oh I have two. God. I have two pet peeves. One of them. One of them's gonna stir some shit up. I only drink natural wine, and I was like, okay, I've had some good natural wines. Like, okay. that's Vasopro- another whole podcast. I I know. I was like, I'm gonna open up two cans of worms, and this is gonna suck. They're gonna get so mad at me. But like people <laughs> like Vasco Croft from Portugal, Afros Winery. He knows what he's doing. He makes natural okay. wine. He doesn't even electricity in his winery. Like that's as natural as it gets, right? So. He knows what he's doing. He's got a knack for it. So when he makes natural wine, I'm like, that's great. Dude who's making flawed grape juice in his garage and then selling it and six bottles all taste differently. One of them's, you know, triple fermenting or whatever. 
I want it. Like, I appreciate good natural wine. I'm just not going to say like, I only drink natural wine because you're really just not honing in on the important part of the natural wine, which is like the low intervention, but not fucked up is the wine that I want. Right. Um, and then the, uh, the other thing is like, <laughs> I know you've all heard this. I'm allergic to sulfites. Oh, oh yes. Yes. And do then you, you say, tell them, do you eat bacon? Do you eat bacon? Because if you eat bacon, you ain't that allergic. It's actually one of my favorite so, things to hear because it always leads to that segue of nope, you just how you make probably them look should stupid? drink better wine. Yeah. Like you just you just probably you need to drink better wine. You need to spend more money on the wine. Stop drinking the mass produced stuff. That's that's kind of my and, and, it goes, and I have a whole spiel that we don't have time for today. But it does, right. it's like a pet peeve that leads to one of my favorite topics of discussion because of where there's room for education. And, and I also tell them, you know, Leslie brought up bacon. I also say, do, hmm, do you drink orange juice? As more self-paced and why? Stop. They don't even drink soda water. It's water. <laughs> water then fresh you from the mountains of Fiji. Saying, but yeah, there you go. Tanisha, your hand has been up, so I'm yeah, waiting. Tanisha, Tanisha. <laughs> I was just waiting my turn. I didn't want to interrupt. I was just waiting because um, mine is petty. You've been called uh, upon. Go. Mine too. I can't wait to go. Yeah. Mine is petty. Um, a pet peeve of mine is when people don't take the foil off and they just pull the cork straight up through the foil oh, and Jesus. then pour the wine. Savages. And like a lot of people actually really do that though. And um, I can't. I can't get words out when they did like, hey, you want me to pour your glass? I was like, do, do you do you want to take that foil off? Do you do you want to do this properly? I don't I, I don't understand. It's it's just one little quick move and they could just take the foil off. But yeah, that's my biggest pet peeve. Pull the foil off, then put the corkscrew in and pull the cork out. So short, yeah. funny story. Um, Thank you for listening. My husband, my husband <laughs> does that. And I scream every time he does it. So I almost like rip the bottle from him. Like, let me do this. And sometimes the foil is really stuck on the bottle and it's really timely to get it off. But I will take the time. I will take the time to remove <laughs> the foil and he will sit in the corner and look at me like I'm a crazy person. And you will wait. <laughs> you will wait until this foil comes off because no, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. So I agree. Um, that's awesome. That's a good one. I thought of like three more, but yeah, no. All right, Glennis. I can't. I'm so excited for Glennis's answer right now. I don't know how to describe this. I have so many bad peeves. Okay, I'm gonna start with the first one. And, it, and it's restaurant related. So if you restaurants are listening, please train your staff. One, don't come to the table and I say, Oh, I like to see your wine list. And these jokers say, What do you like? Red, white or whatever. I said, those are colors. Those are not wines. That's my first pet peeve. Number two, while ordering a bottle of wine, they come to the table, you get the bottle and then they start pouring full glasses without letting you taste it. Number three, restaurant related. Teacher bar staff, if you pour a glass of wine and it runs out, don't top it off with another fresh bottle because that other bottle might not be fresh and or what you poured might not be fresh. That's the restaurant related ones. Mm. Assumptions is this. Oh, wait, we got uh, categories? Okay. 
She just oh. she just opened a scroll. There's a scroll. Right. Down. scroll down I mean, yeah. So we have That's what you get for asking these questions. Okay, Moses, go ahead. Roll that scroll out. Read it to us. That last one was good, though. Y'all, Red Sea's open. So we didn't open it. She did. Okay. All right. Then you let me throw. Go on, Glennis. That's when I stop assuming. And I think we've had, we talked about this all the time. Oh, can I see the wine list? Oh, well, and the first thing you're offered is something sweet because you're a person of color. Absolutely not. Because if you're not offering me a pork or dessert wine, don't make the assumption I want something sweet because it's color my skin. I'm going to leave right there. I got other pet peeves, but everybody else got talking. We got to get on with the rest of the podcast. And Leslie don't left like she don't want to hear my stuff. She needed to fill her glass. <laughs> to have something to drink while I'm running my mouth right. <laughs> Glenn, I want to hang out with you for days. Like days. Yeah, we, oh, we, so those are my few pet peeves. Oh, that kills me with the restaurant service. That is, but because you ladies have already said the other stuff, you know, or or here's another one when you the servers having a hard time opening the bottle, they're about to put it between their left, like, huh, stop, Mm-mm, don't do that. No. Don't, oh, I, give me the bottle, I'll help you out. I would say somewhere. that's no. what I would do. I'd be like, let me just, I got the, I'm just, I'm just I, I got, let me just help you out. Yo, yo, here you go, this all you gotta do. Mm-mm. So, those are a couple. I feel like, do you feel like the assumptions are getting better over the last like Mm-mm. year or two? Mm-mm. Not really. No, it just, it just depends. It, it depends. I, I guess you say it depends on where you are, but they're still just generically, generic assumptions made when people of color order wine. Unless we are at a wine, even at wine tastings. That's another whole conversation. You ain't going to. Okay, yeah. next. Because Sweetie, you uh, gave me a little bit. Because no, that's I, another I, po- I podcast, Jennifer. We love you. But I'm, I'm here for it. I want to I yeah. come back for that one. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole nother podcast. I think mine, <laughs> my biggest one lately has been Chardonnay haters. Oh, I don't understand. There's, there's no possible way that you hate all Chardonnay. It's just not. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I say that about Sauvignon Blanc to some yeah. people. There's <laughs> a Sauvignon Blanc Leslie, Leslie and Tanisha, she putting y'all under the bus. You know, I would Heart. say, <laughs> I would say, look, I would Tanisha say, and the mother, emojis are I killing like me. Mom, okay. I like you, your mom. You, I love you. <laughs> so, so I, I'm not saying anything. I want, I want Tanisha to have more emojis. I want like the eye oh roll my emoji gosh. to pop up. Like the, or like the, the side face, eye or something. The, the right. face palm emoji. Oh. <laughs> Tanisha is an emoji. Oh God. Yes, indeed. Oh, I I feel you on that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, Chardonnay haters, they really annoy me. So when it's like, oh, well, that just means you've been trying shitty Chardonnay. Stop hanging out with like the cocktail moms and try Mm. some white burgundy. Right. Right. Or some Chablis. Yeah. It's true. There's great. There's great. There's such great Chardonnay. And that's my thing. I mean, when people say like, I hate Chardonnay, I'm like, perfect. Cause now there's automatically a Chardonnay in the wine tasting that I'm doing for you. (laughs) <laughs> you're gonna like it <laughs> i'm such an asshole <laughs> so bad okay so next question um i've never done either one of these so skiing or surfing which one Ooh. whoever can answer go for it both in the same day i'm a better skier than i am surfer 
So I want to say skier, but I really like both. Skiing for me because of apres ski. Like I could care less about the actual ski part, but Tanisha the chalet with the yeah apres well, ski for me. Especially in I'm sorry, France. I don't know what that is. What is that? I mean, after, so after, after. Yeah, it literally means after ski. Oh. So it's where you drink wine, you eat fondue, and all the melted cheese and, you know, things oh, like that. Oh, this sounds like something I would enjoy. I don't mm-hmm. have this. Well, and, and once you do it in France, you can't go to America and do it. Oh, you're okay. paying $20 for chicken tenders and okay. like <laughs> Bud Light or something. What? Like when you go, oh, when no. you go to France... They give you a charcuterie board on mm. real wood with a knife <laughs> and a glass made of glass oh, with yeah. oh, really good wine glass. in it. I'm Can like, we go back to oh. Pet Peeves on that one? I'm what? gonna drink this sparkling wine out of plastic. Oh, yes. Yeah. Especially when it's shitty sparkling wine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a given. Because if it's yeah. shitty, I don't even want it. I'll say, give me a beer. I don't have no problem embarrassing. You got some bring beer it, you know, or a cocktail? Oh, I do like the, the the glasses where I have to put my own bottom on. Oh, well, the champagne they, glass. they serve a purpose. Exactly. They serve. They're they're very compact. Look at the emoji. The, so one of your best friends when skiing is half bottles of champagne. I'm not even joking. Yeah. I ski with a backpack. People are like, "Oh, first aid equipment." I'm like, "No, it's stuck in champagne." Was that a split of Piper Heisig that you just showed? Charles, yeah, it's a split of Charles. <gasps> Sarita got one too. The splits. Okay, here's I. So you know, like, okay, I'm gonna talk like we all drink a bottle of wine a night. I definitely drink a bottle of wine a night, and I go red. Like I drink red. I drink red in the evenings. Like I sit down for. I don't drink all day, every day. Just at night, a whole bottle. That's it. I know. So right, but I don't. I don't want to open. Sometimes I just want champagne, and I don't want right. to open. open right. I don't want to open the whole mm-hmm. bottle because then you're committed. I don't want it the next day. I'm an asshole. I don't want the wine the next day. So then you're committed to drinking a whole bottle of champagne, and then you're like, okay, but that's a lot before I drink the red that I actually want with my meal or when the sun I goes down or whatever. Okay. So I keep right. splits. La Caravelle is actually my go-to because it's 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 less expensive than high tech. I drank it yesterday, which is why this is the one I had in my fridge today because the La Caravelle I drank yesterday. Um, but I keep that in my fridge. So I keep the half bottles in my fridge right. so I can just be like, this has no, this doesn't even count towards the bottle that I'm choosing for this evening. Is how that Not, so, okay, because we're going to get back to your, your rapid fire question because we derailed it again. But I need to ask Jennifer this question. So in your portfolio, you sell splits too and can deliver those so I can order splits from you? Yeah. I can, I can tell pretty much anything. The website's like a menu and it's not necessarily always up to date. Cause I just, it's not what I like to do the most. So it's not what I spend most of my time on. Um, but ask me anything, but this like, it's easier to follow me on Instagram and literally see what bottle I'm like putting into my glass. But the, yeah, I, I carry splits of, of the, of the La Caravelle, the Charles Heitzig. I did of that Cremant d'Alsace Rosé that I used to carry as well. Um, some Prosecco for events, but yeah, okay. it's super handy to keep them in the fridge because they're really not that expensive. <laughs> I have to say, Sarita, yes, you have the most beautiful voice. I, I do. Can't... Thank you so much. It's... Look at that expensive ass mic. She's just saying that because you, she does haters she does most of your nights. And she kind of does, but then she... <laughs> then she talks, and I'm like. I don't sound like that. Nobody else. Why do you sound like shit? You sound amazing. (laughs) And it's this sexy, like 
voice. Welcome to this. Oh, this part is thank you very much. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. This is wonderful to hear. That's a real like. Oh if anyone saw the movie Gross Point Blank, that kind of what's what what it brings me back to with Minnie Driver. But I'm just like, damn. Anyways. <laughs> So Rita, when do we get all these haters on the show? I, I Jennifer is doing great, but some other, it, it's just some PT, other haters coming. I don't me. understand. PT, PT, I had to come, I had to join in again. I had to come off mute. <laughs> Who are the haters? I will kill these people. Oh, you guys are so funny. Okay, okay, okay. back okay. to the speaking <clears throat> question. All right, Leslie. Next oh, question. Oh. oh, wait, did you say? Oh, like, what was the question? Yeah, I, I, like, so I said we got what we were. Okay, here we go. I would prefer skiing because the surfing the waves kind of make me nervous so yeah i prefer the skiing as well i've skied i was on the bunny slope them jokers put me in two tight boots i feel like the over over oversized girl and a too small girl i'll say if y'all don't get these damn boots off of me but the fun stuff was the snowmobile and tubing so skiing activities and the chalet i agree yeah. with Tanisha. it is yeah yes, yes. Yeah, it's the whole like culture around skiing, I think, too. It's yes. Like the mm. yes. hot toddy. But, uh, yeah, first of all, boots yes. needs to be comfortable. They need to be comfortable. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That and it's will a, make and it's break an ex- your experience. Oh, yeah. And, it, and it's, yeah, it's, it's the people and the ski emoji is what's happening over there in the corner. I don't know if you guys saw that. Right <laughs> I there. can see it. <laughs> it is, it is all about the skiing. That was oh, my yeah. gym in college, is skiing. Come on, Leslie. Here we go. Here we go. Because you know you opening up the Pandora's. Go with the upper class activities. Are we doing this? Who was it? It was Jennifer. Backstory. Leslie, she grew up in BG County. She likes to call it Pretty Girl County. Okay. All right. She went to private schools. She learned how to drive in a golf cart because she played golf. That's amazing. That's well, thank you. Jennifer. So now she took a class in skiing. <laughs> it was a gym. Well, like, don't you have gym required credits in college? Yeah, nigga, we got kickball. Not an exactly. engineering. Volleyball <laughs> is swimming. They ain't had no damn skiing in DC. Oh my I god, skiing. I just that. And I, I went literally to a public just college. A public college, and they had skiing as a you, pa- Howard didn't have no skiing course. You don't want to know the public shit they were talking about. about. You don't want to know what was required for engineering. It was wow. Up in a hangar. Our our electives were like, do you want to take geology? I'm like, why is that an elective? And other people get to take yoga for class. Like, stop mm. it. <laughs> I'm no. I'm only jealous. I'm only jealous. And I now want to know which one of you, because I don't. I've never been. Aspen food and wines on my bucket list, and which mine one too. Has on bucket list, yeah, passes. absolutely. Bucket list haven't been. Someone's got to have yet. a connection. We yeah. should. I know. Oh, you should have the connection. Well, you know, you I let should. us know when you get it. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. I will, I'm yeah. on it. Yeah. I'm on it. I'm and go. we yeah. all got to be bedroom. there together, though, mm-hmm. because that's oh, yeah. going to make it fun. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to yeah. go anywhere yeah. without you guys. We 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 don't want to find out about it on Instagram, Jennifer, when we're scrolling through Instagram. Oh, no. <laughs> well, that's fair. That's well, fair. you know, I'm a that sounded little, like a little threat, tell. Leslie. I like that. That wasn't even little. There's nothing little about that threat. That was a solid like medium-sized threat <laughs> and i'm down for it i like a challenge i do <laughs> oh my gosh um did everybody answer that question 
Serena's like, can we go back to the question? Does anyone remember know. the question? Does anyone oh, this is remember so the question? No, this is fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, never have her on again. I've never been so derailed in my entire life. <laughs> Child, there are episodes that don't even make it to publishing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, so and I'm nice. number 47 of those. No. <laughs> No, this one is going to no, get a this lot is of nice. I do yeah. yeah, this is nice. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, next Sorry. question. What wine Sorry, would you editor. serve? I'd like Jennifer to go first. What wine would you serve if you had a mm. beach house party? Charles Isaac Champagne. Mm. Um, I would also, I mean, is it a top five situation? Where are we at? Uh, okay, so this, uh, let me just yeah. show you where this question came from. So in Discovery okay. Plus, there is a show called Selling the Hamptons. Oh, it's a okay. real estate show. And it's a group of people who are just selling houses in the Hamptons. Almost every house is on the water. And of course, they're, I don't know, two, three, five million dollar houses. And I was like, and, and then I had a dream. I was like, oh, what if I had a beach house? Yeah. So that's where the question came from. So Got just it. imagine okay. you have a beach house. I love so Kim. Do you guys know Kimberly Taylor? She's a real estate agent in the Hamptons and I met her at New York Champagne Week. But anyways, so- Oh yeah, we have lunch all the time. I know, right? I've never been, don't look at me. But (laughs) not that way. (laughs) So tell her, so tell her, anyways, follow her on Instagram. Oh my God, I got a LOL out of Tanisha's emoji (laughs) selection. So um, Anyways, follow her because she does have these like crazy houses. And I'm like, do you, is there, are there any houses there that suck? I don't think so though. <laughs> right. um, but to answer your question. Okay. So like Charles Hatzik Champagne, La Cajavel Champagne. Um, so Talisman is one of my favorite wineries. The one of the, the, the owner, husband, wife team, all they make is Pinot Noir. And then a few years ago, they made a rosé and it's a rosé that I, it wasn't my first bottle had to open it. I was like, I can't wait to try this thing. They've never made one before. They gave me a bottle, poured it in my glass, wasn't really paying attention, sipped from my glass. And I was like, well, that's weird. That tastes like Pinot. And I thought I poured myself a rosé. And I was like, oh, damn, like this rosé really tastes like not even just Pinot Noir, but it tastes like Talisman Pinot Noir, which is pretty special to me um, and special in general. So Talisman Pinot Noir or rosé of Pinot would be my other, other one. And then maybe like Saxon Brown Pinot Noir for when everyone's ready to go to the dark side. Because you can't drink, I mean, you can drink champagne all day, but sometimes you just want red wine. So I'd have some, some sexy saxy there for that. I actually answered one of your questions. You did. Yeah. <laughs> Take note. I think I would do the rosé. I think um, I would do our friend uh, Lafette Rosé. Oh, yeah. The Wade mm-hmm. Rosé is really good too, if you've tried that. Oh, I haven't tried it solid that's good their chenin blanc is probably one of the best chenin blancs i've ever tried too it's yeah, crazy it's good yeah yeah okay Deal. so it depends on where i am in status now if it's, it's where, where i'm at right now huh i'm just doing a cremant right a cremant i love andre mac rosé um mm. th- th- those those are my two for a beach house now if i'm now buying million dollar houses in fucking the south of France, out in the Hamptons. Oh, that might change, but you never know. Depends. Yeah. 
friends. I might hire some of my wine friends if I hit the picket and I'm buying them houses now. I know people in wine who have wine business. So I will call Leslie Frizo and Jennifer and say, okay, I need y'all to come stock this up and whatever y'all, I trust you. Okay, I will personally, awesome. I will personally fly shit out to your your house in the Hamptons. <laughs> Brown Estate has some like nice high end stuff, and I'm like, oh man. Oh, I love Brown Estate. You know, good shit. Now, it is good shit. Brown Estate Zins are my favorite. I'm drinking that myself. Um, it, so now let's really have this conversation. Depends on who I'm invited to this beach house. Because I'm not opening my bottle. I got a case of Turley sitting in here right now. I'm not opening that for everybody. I'm not doing it. I got some bottles of brown in my wine cooler here. And I'm not opening it that for everybody. I got certain sets of friends that don't get all certain stuff. So that's, no, I love that's, it. I'm this, this, this meant tangent. This doesn't mean I need to go. This meant <laughs> tangent. And I just want to acknowledge that it wasn't mine. Which is why Glynis makes me look good. We need to hang, that's why we need to hang out more. You have an emoji for your wine? It's no emoji for it. Cause you know, I was looking and uh, yeah, so I'm basic. It would probably just be a bunch of different French rosés. So from all over, from the South, from uh, Beaujolais, from Alsace, from the Loire Valley, from the Southwest. Yeah, definitely Provence. So just rosés from all over France. That would be broke, don't fix it. nice. That would That's be nice. Awesome. Yeah. Have you ever tried uh, Chateau Puech Oat? Have you heard of that, Tanisha? I have. It's mm-hmm. kind of new to me, but they have this like Tete de Billier rosé that blew my mind about eight months ago. France mm. will do that to you. Yeah. I mean, I love France. Le- Leslie, we had the um, Chateau Lacoste when we were there for my birthday. Yes. From that Provence. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Good stuff. What about you, Serena? Um, my, I'm the only one who chose an American wine. So since I'm thinking of the Hamptons in New York, I'm going to go with a Finger Lakes sparkling. Probably something from Glenora. Oh yeah, yeah. I chose yeah. a uh, American. I said, "What'd you say?" I said, you "Andre." You say Andre Mack. Okay, yeah, you're right. Rose, you're right. Turley, yeah. they were all yeah. American, but the Cremant is sparkling. But you're right, Finger Lakes sparkling would be yeah. outstanding. Yeah, we we brought some on the boat last year. One of my so really? one of my my like um one of my girlfriends who I've known since the day I was born. Our moms have been best friends since kindergarten, but we're actually like, she's lovely. So she came from Ithaca to New York to do this boat and brought a bunch of Finger Lakes wine for the people on the boat to try. Cause everyone's in the business. Like pretty much everyone's like a Psalm or whatever. Um, So she brought some Finger Lakes wine and it was really spectacular. Mm. There's some, some, I've, I've did a little tour around there too. Like there's some good stuff coming out of there. Yeah. Glenora is, they make some great sparklings. Mm -hmm. They make some great sparklings. Heron Hill makes some great Chardonnays for all the Chardonnay haters. <laughs> if you want a non-overly buttery, non-overly oak chard, Heron Hill out of the Finger, the Finger Lakes is phenomenal. That winery rings a bell, Heron Hill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. Oh, I thought I died and got in heaven. Yeah. yeah, well, I was very shocked and surprised. But... Tanisha, <laughs> shocked emoji. <laughs> <laughs> 
that wraps up our questions. Please tell everybody where they can follow you. Uh, at JC Select Wines is the best place for them to follow me. Um, and you, it, you've gone into a rabbit hole. I'm sorry. You're welcome. Oh, please. Enjoy. Uh, no, it's, it's been, it's been my pleasure and I cannot wait to hang out in person. I'm going to work on that Aspen food and wine thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to give you the date as soon as I have it for the, the champagne sale with Blaine in New York, because you all need to book your flights and come to that immediately. And then, uh, Tanisha, are you going back to France? Are you staying stateside? Oh, no, now. Uh, No, she's there. I'm never leaving this place. But I shipped your, I shipped wine, not to France. Because that's even more illegal than shipping free wine. No, it's <laughs> no, I'll, I'll be in America soon. Oh, so you're not even. So you are you in France right now? It is like midnight. Midnight. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. man. she tested out for us. Yeah. Well, Sometimes we hear her snoring. <laughs> it it has it has occurred. It has she just occurred. wakes up. She just wakes <laughs> up. Oh well, I'm so glad you made it. It's my honor to meet you. Like slightly more virtually than than following you for the past couple of years so i'm honest. right one day it'll be irl one day we'll get it together. IRL. where in france are you paris paris mm-hmm. you're in paris ah uh, paris all right well have a little I'll have some couscous at the musque vert for me oh i can yeah. handle that i can handle yeah. that yeah one of my favorite places <laughs> Have some have some croissants because San Diego has zero fucking croissants. It's just not. not How is that? Oh, you guys are like super healthy with like quinoa and avocado and like San Francisco's healthy. They have good croissants. There's just no good. Like there's one place that has decent like proper croissants, and that's the only place, and they're new. Mm. Other than that, I'm deprived. uh, You know what? I I totally agree with you, Jennifer. Quinoa. I think it's the butter that the French use for the croissant that. I believe that. I believe it's absolutely that the butter, butter, yeah. and the yeah. way that flakiness of that croissant—it's got to be the butter. It's yeah. God knows, I thought it died and gone to heaven when I had croissants every time. The butter, the also, flour, the water—all that's different. Yeah. Also, and the so flour. I, really quick, I had a girls' staycation at the Comrade Hotel, um, downtown DC, this uh, this past weekend, and we had breakfast at the hotel phenomenal breakfast and it came with a croissant and I was like oh no this isn't right this is not right it's probably the best croissant I've had in the U.S. just throw that out there really I don't know who's in that kitchen at the Conrad but a French person a French person got to be yeah yeah Yeah. amen I missed Mm -hmm. the quote oh I missed so much about France it's been we had a trip planned for like whatever 2020 disaster (laughs) and they were like don't worry we'll be there in 2021 Mm. No, 2022. Mm-hmm. Still, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're going. We're going next year, but um, okay. if, we st- if we if we fly through Paris, I'll let you know. Oh, that's nice. Please oh, that'll be fun. Do. Yeah, and it, when are you coming to the states? Um, I'm figuring that out now. Okay, well, send send dates just in case it coincides with something fun, like the um, the you know the thing that um the boat here, the boat. Well, the boat that's probably going to be July or beginning of August. And then there's the the wine and culture fest that Tahira Habibi puts on every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, every year. Last year was the first year, but it was amazing, and I'm still bummed <laughs> that I missed it. But I'm like, it's on my calendar for this year, so that's August. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is where Atlanta. Oh, the okay. oh. Mm-hmm. So that's different than the one she did for. It's the, it's um, the same thing. She just changed the name. Wine okay. culture. It was wine culture fest last year, but it was the first one last year. Okay. 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 
And okay. then I think it's a, I think it's called the same thing this year. I don't know. It's in my calendar as that. <laughs> Whether that's so you're the correct be in name Atlanta? or not. For part you, of it, at come, least part of it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So calendars. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Calendars are filling up really bad, mm-hmm. and we need and we got to get Leslie back on because we need to as the swirl sweet. I know we probably finished with the podcast piece, but we need to organize our trip to paris to do our podcast live with t from paris yeah we're gonna try that yes you do need to do that well this was so fun jennifer thank you so much for joining us i'm so sorry i feel like i didn't answer any of your questions i went on (laughs) 85 tons i I owe you i owe you all a beverage i owe you all a beverage at this point Well, that was our episode, everybody. We hope you enjoyed our camaraderie, our hilarious camaraderie with Jennifer. And be sure to check out JC Selects. Don't forget to share this episode. Leave us a comment. Raiders five stars. Cheers.